Work. Keep on talking and make sure it's yep, yep. Oh, yeah. I'll keep it going. I like the watch today. Oh, thank you, Shoo, sir. We I came be- up with some fresh ones. I become a I become a watch guy actually as of lately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just uh, just recently started collecting them. I um and but yeah, I got I'm rolling by the way. Perfect. Cool. Yeah, and I got um I got this one like it's basically like a like a dude's jewelry box, and then it's got like a whole watch display Ooh. like on the top, and it's got all of them and shit, dude. It's pretty fucking. I'm trying to sick. get me one of those, dude. It's it's pretty awesome. You can find them on Amazon for fucking like super cheap, and it's got spots for your cufflinks, spots for your rings, your chains, like whatever. Yeah, it's pretty fucking dope. So, dude, fuck yeah, right. <laughs> Welcome everybody back to the Hippie Speedball Podcast. Yeah, that's right. I'm somewhere else because today the show is actually being hosted inside the now soon to be famous Khalifa Social Club. Khalifa is a dispensary that I go to. They are near and dear to my heart. They've been big, big, big supporters of the show. I buy tons and tons of weed from them. I'm basically like Norm from Cheers when I walk in. Like I, <laughs> I walk in and everyone's like, "Hey, Joe!" And they, I mean, they 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 play the podcast in the freaking lobby. And Khalifa, much 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 love. Thank you so much for hosting. And today on the show, I actually got Jacoby King, who was actually one the first guest ever on the Hippie Speedball podcast. Wow. This guy's been down with the fucking show since it's you know suit like fucking genesis stages so everybody welcome jacoby king thanks for fucking hosting hey. us here buddy hey you know i gotta i gotta give a thank you to khalifa too for putting me in an awesome position to work at such an awesome job and to create such a unique experience as well as you know getting to getting to do this and you know get to have all this fun that we get to have and mm-hmm. ultimately open the doors for people to come and have even more fun you dude know? so and what you guys have here is fucking cool man i mean like i mean it's it's beautiful you got the freaking pool tables you got ping pong you got arcade machines you got food you got drinks i mean and yeah. so i mean so tell me what it's like to like run this like on like a, a on a daily bud like i mean like i mean how, how does that feel to be running like one of the isn't this the only place like this in um, the country? So, uh, as far as it goes, I know they might have a few uh, sporadically. Of course, there's been other famous ones uh, here, like the Northwest uh, Cannabis Club, as mm-hmm. well as the Cannabis Cafe, um, that helped like pioneer the way for some of these to exist. But Khalifa, we're here. You know, we're we're here to create a unique experience, and and ultimately, like a place like this, it's a social club. We've come a long way. Like I was saying uh, in my show the other day, from you know park benches and dugouts, and you know driving around and finding safe spots to smoke. Now we can, you know, we're trying to pioneer a way for people That's to awesome. have a safe, so cool, and fun spot to smoke. Right. Right? So cool, man. Like, and the fact that you call it a social club is super right. like, it's like G status, you know? It's like, because like, where did all the fucking guys like to hang out? It was at the social club, you know? Right. It's like, I, I, I love that whole aesthetic of it. And, and that, like, like you said, that's a really good thing that you said that because a lot of people don't realize how hard it used to be to go find a spot. You know, it's like you used to get your weed and have to go and like pretend like you're a fucking criminal, you know, going right. behind just to fucking smoke a joint or whatever. Right. And now we can, you know, go buy our weed and then go literally right next door, shoot some fucking pool with a fucking blunt in our mouth and so yeah. they're going like that tobacco free blunts by the way tobacco hemp free only. Yeah. Hemp only. yeah exactly save your lungs okay exactly well i i like to i like to smoke you know a good old-fashioned blunt wrap you know like i'm an optimo guy for I like, sure i like an optimo or a that. dutch you know not really too much on the backwoods like See, you know that's they're just, more me right there on an occasion but. yeah they're just i don't know i don't like how much you have to fucking soak them you have True. to like basically like dip you're them right. in a fucking bucket of water before you can actually <laughs> roll the blunt you know you're not wrong yeah yeah for sure it just gets too like bleh, 
<laughs> yeah, person like so. I mean, like, uh, so how would one? So let's say if there was somebody who wanted to start one of these, I know without giving away too much, what advice would you be able to give someone? Well, if I they mean, were just like, hey, Jacoby, I know you work at one of these places. Let me like, I mean, is there any advice that you could give me for maybe starting one up or right. running one as like, you know, from what you do on a day to day? I mean, ultimately, you know, with with this, hopefully we help pioneer the way for, you know, these to open up. Like you see, there's multiple different bars. There's multiple different places and people are going to pick up on this and open their, you know, own. And hopefully, you know, we can kind of set the precedent for what that's going to be like. But ultimately man the advice i'd give to anybody out there is just you know this is all about creating a unique experience with cannabis and ultimately i encourage anybody who's trying to do something like this to really push the narrative of you know education in cannabis as well as opening it up for diverse groups of people to come here and enjoy this because that's what cannabis is man that's what our culture is we enjoy all different kinds of uh you know from weed and painting we see all different walks of life you mm-hmm. know in in here in, in cannabis yeah it's very inclusive you know so there's so many different um genres in cannabis that i feel like people don't tap into all the time so mm-hmm. my advice to them would be just to really stay open to your community listen to the people that come yes. into the, those places that's good advice and make it for the people because that's what this is for yeah exactly you know? that's that's really good advice like staying like close to the community you know because you also need to know what's going on all around you you right. know that's why it's like I'm, I'm I mean I'm brand new and getting in all this but I mean I've got to know so many amazing people around the community right. and so many people have been able to be like oh yeah I fuck with Joe you know like True. being able to do that so and everybody like keeping it close to everything around you is so important especially here in Oregon because when I was in Las Vegas I mean I was learning stories from all like all different states and the way shit has run it is so different and it's crazy how much Oregon is actually like fighting a lot more to keep out the corporate cannabis like we're almost like the last of the hippies I feel like (laughs) it's true we're really we're really trying to keep like that community culture cannabis vibe where we're just like you know like trying to keep the mom and pop shops open and stuff like that you know even though there are some that are getting bought out and there are definitely some chains out there for sure but i mean it's like it's i really love that freaking word kind of staying on that you know ground because it's so important you know and as things become legalized and as you know uh, rec becomes more uh, like in more and more states and then eventually national legalization like people need to know that you know like how muddy our boots have been like fighting in this war together you know absolutely and like i fucking love what you guys are doing here it's so awesome dude thanks man i'm i'm so thankful to be a part of what they're doing here at mm-hmm. Khalifa, man, and this Khalifa Social Club. And it's just really awesome to see it grow mm-hmm. every day. And I think uh, back that kind of comes full circle is we're really, you know, trying to change the narrative of cannabis. You know, I think it's important to um, come in and show the community that cannabis isn't bad, man. It isn't all I that know, bad. We're right? out here and we're working just as hard. And, um, you know, I think I think this is a really really amazing amazing thing that we got going here, and I'm blessed to be able to be a part of it. And uh, I'm really just excited to see where the future grows. I mean, we have there's so many opportunities for diverse groups of people. Whether you want to do shows here, do comedy, mm-hmm. you know, uh, show me your talents. Maybe you got a pet gerbil who can do some flips, or you guys maybe, did open mics for you know, a while too. Well, we do open mics actually every Friday night. We usually start about 6 p.m., go to 10 p.m., and uh, it's a great time, man. We always have a lot of people coming out. 
out. We've got a DJ, shout out uh, DJ Sticky Web, man. I know he'll be turning in here. He's here every Friday night, nice. grinding it out on the ones and twos. If you want to come in here and do comedy, you want to come do stand-up, like I said, anything. Come up here on a Friday night, man, 6 p.m., 10 p.m., and come rock with us. Come Khalifa get Social with Club us. in Oregon yeah, City. Man. Definitely come check it out because, I mean, it's fucking dope-ass vibe in here. Shelby, how you feeling about this place, bud? <clears throat> this place is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sweet. I like it. I like all the pinball uh, machines and everything. I know, dude. It's fucking like and everything you guys got. Like, cause, like last time you guys only had the freaking the one pool table, and now you guys got the two, and you throw the little ping pong over it. Yep. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. Hey, man. We, 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 keep, we keep changing it up. You know, we got to have fun in here, always changing the vibe, always trying to have a good time. And, you know, if you guys decide you want to come be a part of it, we do $25 for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, a $5 entry. If you shop at our dispensaries, you can get hooked up with a dollar pass to come in for a dollar. Check mm-hmm. out the vibe, see how you feel, and we hope you come back, man, and come hang out with us. It's, so. And yeah, and you you will, you will for sure. Like if right. you're in Oregon and you come over here, you will be coming back because like it's like one of the only places around that's really like this. And I love that you guys freaking have the stage and you do all the live music and everything like that because like we've been talking about one thing that we were wanting to possibly do is maybe do like a live recording of the hippie speedball here and then right. you know have people like just hang out while we're recording, have them up on stage, and maybe do it like once a month and then. And see if people like it, and then boom, maybe do I don't know once a week or something. Who, yeah, who knows? You know, you maybe, know? maybe we can figure something hey, out. You forget know? about it. We'll do what we need to do. Right? <laughs> do something. Love something. <laughs> so speaking of music, man, tell me what you've been doing with the music lately, bro. I mean, last time we had you on, we had we played Proof. Um, so if I can, I'm gonna go ahead and fucking put a link down below wherever you can actually. It'll be in the description, so you can actually check out the music video for Proof. Great fucking song. Thank you. Uh, what you've been up to lately? What you got on the horizon? Man. I've been I've been on a grind recently, especially with this pandemic. That's a lot of a lot of people have been really complacent, you know. Um, for me, you know, I've been really grinding. I'm working on this album uh, called Smile Big, and yep. it really just entitled and Smile me. Big is your clothing line clothing for the people that don't well. know about it. Yep, which I'll also put a link in the description down below. Sweet, yeah, check that out, man. All those proceeds go to helping uh, homeless youth in the uh, PDX and uh, Seattle areas, metro areas. So you know, help them out, man. We got a we got a homeless pandemic here right now, and we should step up and do something about it you Most know definitely. we gotta help those guys out get them something figure some housing out you know whatever it may be but as far as music goes and what smile big really entails it's just a mindset man and no matter what you're going through you just gotta smile big and you gotta pursue you gotta you know we only get one shot to get out here live our dreams do our thing and the only thing is stopping us is ourselves Man, if you smile big, you push through that you can do anything and so this album's kind of going into detail of you know like what inspired me to get where I am now, what kept me afloat, what, Mm -hmm. even in those dark times, you know, it kind of shows a story, and I'm trying to just bring a message out there of, like, no matter what you're going through, no matter how bad it goes, just keep going. Keep going, keep going. Yeah, hell yeah, dude, hell yeah. Well, I mean, fucking persistence is is key, you know, and fucking, and you have to just, like, yeah, just keep on going, you know, even when you want to quit. There were so many times where I wanted to fucking quit doing this podcast and I was just like, fuck it, you know, it's like, and then, but luckily it's fucking just grinding through, right. grinding through and like now it's fucking, you know, crazy. Dude, <laughs> it's there, crazy. There's, there's dark days in, in any dream, you know? Yeah. But there's sunshine in every day if you're willing to look for it. You for know? sure. And you just, you know, we always focus so much on the bad that, man, we got to sometimes just look at the good. And, like, I catch myself doing it, so I'm not perfect. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm out here preaching what I'm going through right now, you know. And and to be honest, man, you just got to keep that mindset of positivity, pursuing happiness. Because, you know, as Russell Wilson says, one of my favorite quotes of all time ever is, dreams don't come true, they're made true. 
Ooh, I like that a lot, so, actually. I really dig that. Do you know who said that? Oh, uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, one of my favorite quotes by that guy, man. And just mm-hmm. incredible. So Well, and that's really good that you like that, you know, like I I, I like that you're saying that because it, it whenever you're going through like a crazy time, you know, and you're fucking doubting yourself, you know, especially like when you're in those really, really low moments and you 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 have to kind of think like imagine your life is like like a movie, right? right. And it's like this is the part of the movie where the guy says, okay, I don't want to do this shit anymore. Right. Like I've had enough of this, you know, and, and pursuing and pushing through is so fucking hard, but it's so goddamn important, you know, and right. even, especially when you don't even have any supportive people around you, like when no one even else cares what you're doing, Absolutely. you know, right. and it's, it's and so you have to remind yourself of what you're doing and just keep pursuing these little baby steps, Absolutely. you know, like that, it like, that's part of that movie is are you going to go down this road are you going to go down that road right. you know and it's 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 fucking really tough it's tough but, and i have to do that shit every single day i deal with super bad anxiety super bad depression like yes. and i'm one of those types of people that like i just recently started really giving myself more credit like i had to have people bust my balls all the time they were like yo dude you need to give yourself more credit about things including these two like they were just like listen joe love yourself a little bit more and i'm just recently coming to a point where i'm starting to do that a little bit but i don't know why for some reason it's like tough (laughs) like it's like tough to give yourself like credit and acknowledgement and stuff i mean i i you know I, i battle with that every day myself you know uh as far as that goes and it's it's really sometimes like you were talking about how people go down you know different roads sometimes you go down that road the wrong road the wrong path and then you go down the wrong path again and by the time you know it you've come to three forks you've gone down the wrong path three times but Mm -hmm. you should never quit in those moments even when you've gotten to the worst point man just find a way to get yourself out and just remember man that us as people we we may not be perfect but if you stay true to yourself and you stay trying to be the best you you can be and try and make an impact on those around you and what you do every day and i feel like at least you should give yourself some acknowledgement that you get up every day and you try yeah and that's important well and, and, and like yeah and to add to that like what you're doing is yeah to like you know influence others and everything is so important because I, I mean how many times did you think that like in your past that you were in this really really dark spot and all you needed was someone from the outside to just say hey do this like I mean like that's all you really needed in hindsight was just someone for that that's why I really want to be that person myself to try to say like you know hey like go ahead push through do this you know and try to like ignite that fire in somebody you know and I've had a few people lately it's been a really big success like they even told me they were like yo seeing you do your thing it really gave us a creative drive and stuff like that and like that's the kind of shit I fucking love you know and I like being able to push like that outside influence because really people that are struggling with so many other things that's really all they're needing is they just really need self-knowledge and opportunity from an outside influence someone just to say hey you can do this go this way you know because they might not even ever thought of it that way they just need a person right there to say push this way instead and that's why it's i fucking love what you're doing i love your message that you're trying to push you know because that's so important to try to do that with people and everybody's just trying to just fucking rip each other down these days you know it's so just divisive and just so like you know but but also 
And, and on the flip side, there are more and more people coming together because they're True. sick of the divisiveness. True. So like like to rebel against that, it's like people are coming together. Right. So it's kind of a weird I don't know. It's kind of a it's weird, a weird like oval almost. Like it's a weird it's a weird cycle that it, it kind of the world goes in, you know, and uh especially in these like social media cultures that we live in today and you know, we're we're so we're so quick to cancel people and quick to to shut somebody down over you know sometimes the most minimal things and sometimes you know some of these people i feel like they do deserve it you know in certain instances you know i can't think of anything in particular off the top right this second but you know i don't know man i just feel that when these situations happen and we're like in this social environment that we're in right now i think it's really important to just stay you know like i was saying stay true to you stay true to what you're believing in sometimes you got to tune the noise out a little bit yeah. and stay true to your you know your little bubble your little and circle. at the same time you also have to question everything too everything. so you have to tune out the noise and question everything which is really tough when you have constant information surrounding you everywhere all the fucking time and have to be able to pick through what you should and should not listen to, especially when some of it, like so much of it is uh, emotionally driven, you know, right. so much of it is just like, it's so like, it just wants to get you angry. It wants to get you clicking. It wants to get you to yell at people and stuff like that. And it's really, really tough to push through that, right. you know, and it's, and it's, uh, you know, and it's um, when it comes to like social media and stuff, you have to look at it like the, like the food you take in. You know, it's like because you eat you eat bad foods, you're going to feel like crap. But and so if you if you're ingesting the wrong kind of stuff mentally, you're going to feel like crap. You're not going to be a good time. It's not going to be good. You know, it's like it's like you're going to have freaking mental food poisoning and it's just going to and it's going to freaking end up killing you if you don't take care of it. And it's like that's why I was very, very thankful to be off of social media for such a long time. Because, yeah. like, I was able to kind of look at everything from an outside, you know? I mean, now I'm a lot more ingrained because I'm building the show up, and now I'm on Instagram, and now I'm learning sure. about all this different crazy shit and stuff. And it's uh, it's definitely interesting to come into. You know, I see, like, all these people are like, oh, this person was this social media person, like, you know, a couple years ago. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck this person is. Right. <laughs> like, this person's super famous, though, I guess. I suppose, yeah. I, I, I myself took, like, I don't know four or five month break from social media i feel like it's important to do sometimes you yeah. know you just gotta take your own space and sometimes it's you know for me man i sometimes like to try and take a day where i can just turn off my social media completely yeah. and just try and focus on whatever i got going on because sometimes we get so attached to our phones and there's so many apps that we you know we we're just stuck right here all I the know. time well know? it's it's literally Detached like a drug yeah. you know i mean it actually freaking raises like sends endorphins you yeah. know and freaking like it just yeah it actually it, it, it's crazy that there's like a science behind it right. you know and like the algorithm will freaking try to, i want to make a t-shirt that just says shh the algorithm is listening <laughs> like, I want, <laughs> it I is want, though that'd be a great <laughs> that t-shirt would be awesome trademark give people podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah that would be that would be that'd be really something man but <laughs> I think that I think that fucking shirt would sell like a motherfucker. Oh, quick, quick, give me two right now. You know, I'll take one. Right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Screen way, printers. I gotta say, I love in. the pink, bro. Ah, thank you. Fucking, the flamingo <laughs> pink, as I like to call it, man. One of my favorite colors. Um, hey, flamingo. That's where I was staying in Las Vegas. Shout hey. out, flamingo, Las Vegas. Thanks for putting me up on the twenty eighth floor. Great fucking room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. I saw some of the you know pictures, man. <sighs> It's so a dream. Much fun. I haven't so been to fun. Vegas yet, but definitely on the horizon. 
Dude, it's it's honestly a lot easier than people think. You know, it's like I'm actually not like I I don't have a lot of money. You know, like right. it's like and I, like and I, but I've been able to you know pull it off well because for anybody that wants to travel to Vegas on a budget, I'm going to give you some insider tips right now. Okay, so book your hotel on Booking.com. Yeah, take some digital notes. <laughs> so book your hotel on Booking.com because you only have to pay for the first night. So and then you pay the rest when you get there. Okay. So let's say you're like, okay, we want to book the hotel. We don't have all of the money right now, but we will have the money by the time we get down oh, there. So put a deposit down. So and... it's like you're putting the deposit down on the hotel room. So you got that. Okay. And then personally, like a lot of people complain about this air flight, like airline. I don't really have any problems with it, but I fly Spirit, Spirit. and everyone's like, "Oh, fuck Spirit, fuck Spirit." But like, dude, I'm you know like I'm like just under six two, so I'm never gonna be comfortable on a plane. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Just. It doesn't Just throw matter. me in it. Let's I can get there. be in Delta. I can be in Southwest. I <laughs> oh, float Alaska. Man. I am never comfortable on an airplane. But and so I'm. But the cool thing is, it's like if you do Spirit, you can do like just like a bare bones ticket, right? And then you could either add your bags now or you can add them later. Just don't do it at the airport; it'll be way yeah, too expensive. It's, yeah, it's so but if you you can do it like you know like uh be- before you check in, like you can add bags lit later. And then okay. also, so for like for flight and hotel. Go to those two, and then you can add whatever, however much luggage you need. But then for stuff to do, go on Groupon. Groupon, okay. Yes, so go on Groupon Groupon's because nice. they have these things called a City Go Pass. And what the City Go Pass is, is it has like a, a giant list of all this different stuff that oh, you can cool. pick from. And then you can buy a pass that you can choose three, you can choose four, five. And then they have one where it's like you can do as many as you can in two days, as many as you can in three days. And it has like this big old list of stuff you can pick. Yeah, and some of them are like okay. really, really fucking dope. Like one of them was to get into the Mob Museum. They have a whole mafia Ooh. museum in Las Vegas. That, that would be cool. And I'm a huge gangster geek. Oh, I know. I'm a huge oh, yeah. gangster geek. And I like I even had to freaking uh, tell my fiance whenever we went in there. Like, um, and I, I I told her like I was like I'm not going to pay much attention to you when we're in here. Just giving you a heads up. Just give me <laughs> yeah. <a> heads. <laughs> like, sorry, I'm a. Uh focused i I told i was like this is my shit like and i'm gonna be a geek about every fucking thing in there right like they do they had joe bonanno's suit they had mickey cohen's suit they had the bricks from the saint valentine's day massacre yeah they had a revolver that belonged to al capone that they like what's crazy is they found it at a um like in a raid it was like in like 2009 oh shit like you know it was like but it was al capone's revolver that somebody had been holding on to they didn't find it until like 2009 right right yeah (laughs) Somebody was just like hoarding that. And like, could you they imagine it, could owning you Al, Capone's, Al Capone's? Dude, Al Capone's revolver. I wonder how they figured that out. Like in 2009, there's got to be, of course, a ton of paperwork or you know, all there had to be some of, sort dude, of some there had to been some sort of trail or, or some something. sort of story behind it. That's or, crazy. I know. That's so cool. It was so fun though, and they have a speakeasy there. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. they have like they, they have serve. To. Yeah, they serve liquor, and they have a, so the, after you go through the whole museum at the very end, they have a gift shop. And uh, I actually, it, if you look on the show, you can see them actually in the background. I have two bobbleheads that I got at the Mob Museum Ooh, of okay. Lucky Luciano and Meyer Lansky. Nice. <laughs> and so, like, I have two of the bobbleheads there. And they also sell an Al Capone one and a Bugsy Siegel one. Ooh, I, ha- I would get the Al Capone. Probably Bugsy Siegel. Lucky Luciano was the first one I wanted. Oh, for <laughs> yeah, sure. I had to get Lucky. And, uh, but then they also sell a uh, Sopranos cookbook at the Mob Museum. <laughs> Yeah, and I love the fucking Sopranos, and I love Dude. all the food that's in there. That show always makes me super fucking hungry. I have, a, I have a weird relationship with the Sopranos. It's one of those shows that I have watched 
all of it. But, like, have you ever, like, got really high, you're sitting there smoking weed, and you turn on a show, you turn on a sound, you turn on everything, and you sit there and you stare at the screen, but you don't actually watch it, yep. almost? But you're watching it, but, but you retain nothing? Nothing. Yeah. Absolutely not a thing. 100%. <laughs> That's the relationship I have with The Sopranos, at least the towards the end of it. I've watched the first couple of seasons a few times. Yeah. But, Hell yeah. But... Do you, have any, uh, any, do you have any movies that are like that, where you, like, watch them and you remember... N- nothing. nothing yeah quite a few i can't like recall them off the top of my exactly, head exactly yeah, a, <laughs> a lot of tv shows too I'll, oh like, for sure play it again and like slightly remember small bits and pieces but there's been multiple times where i'm just staring at the tv <laughs> <laughs> just that good that blank face that's how it was for the um uh, for me with the uh the reno 911 movie oh dude yeah like okay. the, the where they go to miami dude. like i watched wow. that whole movie I remember nothing. None. Yeah, Zero. and and also the um the newest uh fucking Die Hard movie. It was like uh, a good day to Die Hard. I think that was the oh like, the Christmas movies. I'm just yeah. Well, that, the first one is <laughs> the first Christmas. one is yeah, the second definitely. The other ones aren't. But, but uh, the it was like the newest one. It was totally ridiculous. It was like where his son was in there, and he was. But it was so over the top and so crazy. Like I remember at the same time. Me and my friend, because we watched the we watched the movie in theaters, right? And I don't remember anything about it, but I remember not enjoying it. But I remember when we left, we were both thinking at the very same scene. We were both about to say to each other, "Do you want to get the fuck out of here? Do you want to go? Like, do you want to go? Like, because after we left, I was like, "Dude, I was about to nudge you at this scene and say, do you want to leave?'" And he's like, "Dude, me too." <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know that was the scene? Mind. And I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I've had a couple movies where I wanted to just get up in the theater and be like. Done. All right, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. Can't when, fucking do it. When I was a little, little, little kid, man. Uh, you were never a little kid, you oh, fucking liar. Sh- you got that Benjamin am. Button syndrome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to die of little kid. <laughs> I hope. You know, that would, I'll take that compliment the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, but no, when I was like, I don't know, six, seven, the movie Barnyard. You, you guys ever seen that? Barnyard with like the uh, cartoon like animals and so stuff. It's like animated, the right? With the cows. The yeah. cows like on the cover or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. They made like a video game and all that stuff. It was like on uh, Nickelodeon or some shit. But, um, no, man, we went to Barnyard when I was a kid. And you know the announcer at the beginning of movies? Mm-hmm. He's, like, always super loud. Well, my little sister was, like, I don't know, two, three years old at the time. And we're going for her. Like, you know, this is a kid's movie we're going to. I'm, I guess I'm a kid, too. But, you know, at the time I was more into Power Rangers or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, anyway, we're going to Barnyard. And she's freaking out over the announcer's voice because it's just so loud and bellowing that she's just crying in the movie that we just we literally didn't even be there for five minutes and apparently they didn't refund our tickets after we left it was crazy but yeah so i know the feeling of like weird movie theater yeah you're just like experience, we, i want to go you're just like <laughs> let's go i i you know i liked the movies for a long time but now man like with the ability to like watch movies that are in theaters see i'm the opposite home, i miss I theaters like I miss the movie theaters. Like you walk in, you smell the popcorn. Like you have the carpet. You have like that 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 deafening, like dense sound when you're walking towards the movie. 
Yeah, there's like, just nothing that beats it. It's awesome, dude. Yeah. It's so I actually so whenever like I have like a really nice house, I want like a home theater that feels like a movie theater. Like Fair. I want to have a separate room that's like a concession stand. I want to have a hallway that takes you to the theater. Like and it's all carpeted and shit. I'm gonna have a number outside. I'm gonna have a little ticker that's gonna <laughs> have ticker. whatever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. a little, a little, a little move. Whatever that's movie it is. That you're, how fuck yeah, right? That's the dream. I mean. Ultimately, like, the reason I would say I like movies at home versus at the theater is because I don't have to deal with crazy people, you know, at the movies when I'm at home. And I can have who I want over. For sure. I can make real food. I can have drinks. I mean, there's some movie theaters, you know, you can have, like, real food and, and, like, drinks. And there's some comfy chairs. But, like, there's nothing like your chair at home with some good food, a good drink, some good weed. And some really good uh, company. That's a good you know point. what I'm saying? Yeah, that is uh, a that good just, point. That just, that just See, and that's where the home theater yeah. comes in. Exactly. And then you can have both. And then you got both. There you go. And then you got to get the deals to you know just keep getting the the movies before they maybe come out. You know? Hell yeah! The, exactly. Fuck yeah! Dude, when I was a kid, uh, when I was like in middle school, I'm gonna hit this bong real quick. Take a no rip, rip, rip. <laughs> got that Guru glass. That shit's so cool. I love Guru, man. <laughs> Also wanted to give a shout out to um, shout Jordan out. to be in one of the nicest human beings I know. I'm good, thank you, the sir. manager over here. So make sure you know another That's shout out to. to Ooh, pass it that way. Yeah, I was like, I'm good on that. Actually, if I smoke any more weed, I will yeah. fall asleep where I stand. But uh, no, shout out to Jordan for sure, man. Uh, just come see me and him over here. He's the manager, and he's one of the coolest, nicest guys you'll ever meet. And uh, just shout out to him for being a fucking cool dude also, shout out shout out shout also, out <laughs> also while we're giving shout out shout out to fucking brandon from park and spark just to show us some love because oh yeah dude i fucking love brandon so much first uh we first actually talked about you here. we talked about you on the episode with him actually <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah yeah and he was he's fucking awesome i love that dude dude he, uh it's a really crazy story how me and that guy met too because so i was out i'm uh i went to tachos right mm-hmm. and uh i love I was, tachos i was there with my girlfriend and her fam and stuff <laughs> and, I was having a drink and chilling, and I heard, like, somebody rapping or something outside. And he was out there with some people, and they were, like, listening to something. And at the time, I had, like, just written proof. Like, I'm talking, it's not even out yet. I haven't, I hadn't recorded it. Like, I just wrote it maybe the week before. And I was like, yo, can I, can I spit you some shit? Can I rap to you? He's probably like, uh. And he was a little standoffish at first. But then he was like really a tree. He's like, why would this, you know, why is this kid gonna come mm-hmm. up to me and like want to rap right now? He's gotta have something. Let's hear it, you know. So, you know, I give it to him and show him, and he's like, damn, you know, that was really tight. And we're we're uh, chit chatting. Yeah, that's how I met. That's how I met Brandon. That's so dude. cool, such a cool dude. That's so cool, dude. I would love to be on Park and Spark. That seems like that would be such a fun show to be on. <laughs> so super cool, dude. Super cool. And he's had some awesome, awesome people on. Fuck there, yeah, man. dude. Hell yeah, and he's actually like I mean I got I got to show a lot of love to Brandon because he's actually you know pointed some people my way to have on on my show too like he fucking hooked it up with uh, Scooter Rogers. Scooter Rogers is dope, <clears throat> dude. I love Scooter Rogers. That was like one of our favorite episodes. I can yeah second that Scooter Rogers is awesome. Yeah, Scooter, Scooter Rogers, he was really fucking cool. Like that was a blast having him over. Yeah, he's I, I can't wait to freaking have Brandon back on the show. Like that's gonna be a blast, man. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. So, speaking of show, man, uh, you've been 
You've been following, you know, you've been around hippie speedball oh, yeah. since the absolute baby stages, man. So I'm in, I'm, I'm really curious from like, you know, an outsider's perspective, mm-hmm. like how do you, I mean, how, like, what do you think of the show's like growth so far and how you've seen it evolve and how the setup looks now compared to how it started? And well, one, one fact is the fact that you're this mobile. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, from starting in, you know, we're in the kitchen, yeah. chilling at the kitchen table. To being able to be at the social club, now you've created your own space over at your place, and that you know, I think, I think to see this place grow and the guests you've had, it's just exponential. Like I was telling you, like kind of before we were starting, like this is kind of like a wildfire. You know, it's kind of going everywhere, and you know, I'm blessed to be a part of. It. I'm blessed to be one of the first, and just truly honored to be on your show and be on your guys' podcast. And I really thank you guys for coming out here and oh, dude, and having me having and <laughs> and, to, and to see the potential that you guys have. I mean, the name's clever. The the concept is great. We get to smoke weed, have a great conversation, mm-hmm. and and there's some real people talking about some real important stuff on here. And, you know, it's a mix of fun, education, just a little bit of everything. Yeah. And I just, I love that, man. And thank you. And it's only gotten better as we go. And I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of it and honored to be here. And hopefully in future ones too. Got to keep yeah, going. Dude, hell yeah. Dude. Know. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, that makes me so happy to hear. Bro. Yes, thank you so much. So for anybody that is actually ever curious, what is the hippie speedball podcast? So, a hippie speedball is coffee and cannabis. And so, have, you know, have you ever been hanging out with a really cool person and you're smoking a bowl, drinking a cup of coffee, and then you end up learning something that you didn't even realize you wanted to know? Every day. That is the Hippie Speedball <laughs> podcast. Indeed. 100%. If you want to know what the podcast is about, that's it. There it is. <laughs> there it is right there. That's it. Every, so I've had so many people like, what's your podcast about? That's it right there. And and like and that's kind of what I really wanted to create whenever right. like I started this, you know, it was like I wanted to basically well first off it was really like, you know, to make it a podcast about nothing, you know. Right. But then it slowly just kind of ended up evolving to just like a cannabis culture podcast, right. you know, because everybody just wants to, you know, smoke and, you know, like have a drink, you know, right. like, no, or smoke Whatever. and like, you know, talk or have a drink with people, you know. Yeah. By the way, you got something on your hat, by the way, you have like a little flick, yeah. Sorry, I there get was it? like yeah, you get it. Yeah, there was like a little like, it was like a fruit fly. Yeah, <laughs> <Came> <laughs> there was a little fruit fly that just jumped on fly. your hat, wanted to sit there and join the conversation. Hey, just you know, he saw the Nike. pink and was like, Ooh. "No, it's all." Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's. I'm really really honored to see how much the the show has grown, yeah. and to have these two on this journey with me has been fucking awesome because the hustle in these two guys yeah. is amazing. You guys rock. Oh. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you. you thank for you. bringing us along on this journey as well. Oh, dude, for sure. The great thing about working with these two is like we kind of collectively have this really dope dynamic of like mind, body, and soul. Right. Like, and I mean, literally, and it's like mind, body, soul. Like, and I mean, it's for some reason, it's this really, really awesome collective well. dynamic. And with the way it happened is the, how I met these guys is I actually had them on the show. Well, there you go. <laughs> you know, and like, it's, just, it's just blessings on blessings on blessings. It's just and hopefully the, it was from just here on out. The universe just locking random, you know, connections and people in place and putting you in the right position at the right, right time and exactly the right moment because I had them on the show. And then Shelby's like, hey, man, have you ever considered having video? I would love to be able to take video. I'm like, well, what a coincidence. That's exactly what I want to do. But I can't pay you. And he's like, that's OK. I want to do this anyway. So then we started working together. And then next thing you know, we're fucking doing the thing 
All the time. All <laughs> and now it's 11.03 and I've been up since 5 in the morning and I'm very, very tired. Oh. We had a late night too, buddy. <laughs> a late <Okay>. night? <laughs> yeah. We had a good time. But a we fun a time. time. <laughs> a great time. Exactly. You got to fucking, you know, hustle like a businessman, party like a rock star. That's been the mentality lately. Yes. 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 Party like Jordan Belfort, you know. <laughs> I mean, not that hard. I don't know about that hard, but, uh, you know, Maybe that they did hard. something right, apparently. Right, you know? right. <laughs> So I, I am uh, I'm I'm curious about something and I didn't okay. get a chance to uh get it the last time you were on yeah, the show. Anything. So tell me about the first time you ever got stoned, man. Oh this is a good one. Okay. Um so way, way back in the day, I was probably I was pretty young, honestly. Um, in cannabis, but as you guys know, you know I kind of, I, w- I was kind of on my own for a while, so it was just kind of. We've heard for young ages, don't you know? sweat it. So uh, <laughs> I was probably what seventh, eighth grade, sixth grade, maybe sixth grade, I think. But I remember I was going to a birthday party that was at a friend's house. Um, I won't name names specifically, but uh, we had, I had a friend, uh, it was a chick's house, and we went out there, and there was a bunch of kids there, and her parents weren't there at all. We were just all partying there for her birthday. It was a good time, and we went down into the into the basement that they have, all of us, and they had like this much weed, like one nug of mm-hmm. weed, and we didn't have anything to smoke out of. We didn't really get the get the whole idea yet. So we did what average amateur stoners do, which please don't do this at home. Please never do this. It is so bad for you. We took a can and we crunched it in. Mm-hmm. Did the good old poke. Yep. The carb on the side. Scratched the paint off as much as we can. <laughs> and we and then we took a we took you know a toilet paper roll mm-hmm. and put the you know put a cover over a dryer sheet over it. Oh yeah. And we and we started lighting it and hitting it and everybody per. Uh, Pretended more to be stoned than we were actually stoned. <laughs> and uh, I remember, like, f- passing out on their couch and then waking up at, like, 3 a.m. and going to another friend's house who was, like, just across the street. It wasn't that crazy eventful, I would say. But I'd say, like, the first time – I think the first time I took a dab was the crazy experience of my life. Like, Yeah. So I, w- I think it, w- it was, like, That's 2012. That's a good thing to ask people on the show, too, right? the first time you took a dab. Yeah. Yeah, for, yeah, we first, start asking yeah, people that. That's a good right? one too. Thanks, Jacoby. Oh yeah, Tell me about the first time you took a dab. Well, because I'm, you know, <laughs> if if you know me pretty well, I'm, you know, I'm a huge dab head, especially now. Like that's kind of that's my preferred mes- method of choice. And I remember when I took my first dab, man, I was not ready. So I'm at my buddy's house at the time, where I had typically bought weed from his older brother. You know, typical, typical high school story. And we're smoking out of his bong playing 2K. Typical high school things. And uh, his brother came home with a really nice, huge, like, glass nectar collector. And he had a slab of oil, like, the size of this uh, mat right here we got going. And uh, he was like, you want to take a dab? You guys want a dab? Like, his older brother. Um, and we're, I was like, nah, man. I don't I don't think, what's a dab, you know? So he, like, shows me it's all brown and stuff. Something I'm thinking this is, like, heroin or something, you know, at the time. Because I'd never heard of it before. I've only ever smoked green, man. I didn't know. Yeah. So I'm, like, looking at it like, no, nah, this ain't any kind of weed I'm I've ever seen before. That. I was like, I'm not smoking that. I'm not smoking that. Like, you guys are crazy. Like, I was, like, telling my buddy at the time, I was like, bro, we're young. Don't ruin your life. <laughs> like, I'm going on a speech right now. And he's like, nah, man, this is weed, bro. This is, like, just condensed weed, bro, basically. Yeah. He's like, 
showing me and like showing me all the all the facts. And I'm like, all right, fine, but you go first, you know, like type deal. So he like hits it and whatever else. I'm like, oh okay. And then since it was a really nice glass nectar collector, he didn't want me to grab it. So he's like, just put your mouth on it and just pull. So he grabs it and heats it, and I put my mouth to it, and he just goes back and forth on the slab just for like <laughs> 10, 15 seconds. So, yeah, and I just – I almost vomited, dude. I was so <laughs> close. I'm just dying, coughing, and I can't breathe. It was hot as hell. I probably inhaled some in the back of my throat. I'm like, <laughs> you know, that typical like, I'm going to die. Yeah. Water. This uh, is it, real life. <laughs> this is it. Uh, but um, no, so I'm like, oh my god, I'm so high, I'm so high. I was like, the high, the that was like the one time I can say, I it wasn't really visuals, but I was like seeing like stuff like kind of blurry. Off. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely a little off, you know. And uh, so I popped a squat. They had like this netted chair, you know, like the like Papasant style chairs, mm-hmm. but it was yeah, it had like. The netting you could like sit in, and I was like, I got so comfortable in it that I just passed out probably for like eight hours or nice. so. And then woke up, and he's like, Here, you want to hit the bong and play 2K? And I was like, Right back to where we started. Let's go. And then, you know, it was a good time. So Hell that was yeah. my first dab, but yeah, it was crazy, crazy, crazy. My first dab was uh, with my friend Chris, and um, he had actually been he had his medical card and so he was going to the dispensaries when you were still allowed to smoke and like you know like in some of like the different rooms and stuff like that and uh so he had started dabbing then and then he had got himself like a dab rig and he brought it home and everything like that and got some oil and he was like hey bro you want to try this out this is he's like this is like gonna be the new way of smoking this is it and then i was just like i was like really what is this and he was like he was like telling me that it's basically in theory like hash basically he was like you know he was like <laughs> it's like he's like and it's like it's basically you know concentrated weed like hash kind of is but it's like in this waxy form and i was right. just like oh cool that sounds like fun yeah let's do it and then he was like and then he had um just like a regular dab rig with water and everything and then i i took it i remember that like and he gave me a decent size one too i, I can't remember exactly how big it was but like i remember it felt like the first time, right? Like you know, yeah. like you know, straight up, it's like feels like the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel that, man. I feel that. Yeah, and it, like that, I remember like, and I, I don't really take a lot of dabs, but like, I don't really like. He actually just uh, gave me a dab rig for the show. Oh hell and, yeah! Um, we just gotta like, I just gotta like bust it out, but I, I probably should. It probably saved me a ton of money, but. I also just love blunts. I love flour. You Fair. know, like I just I don't know. I love flour so much. I like bong hits and blunts a lot. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, me too. I mean, I like I, I do like my occasional blunt. Obviously, bong rips are nice when I'm doing flour, but I mostly I mostly stick to oil nowadays. But mm-hmm. but it's so good. And there's so many different styles. To, you know, smoke oil now too. And I feel like everybody's dab story kind of starts with, oh hey, you know homie's like let me give you a dab and you never really know what it's gonna do right it's always like and they always want to give you something kind of big you know mm-hmm. and it's always it's always that one friend that you know at one point always doubted how much you could smoke too so right. like they're always like they're always questioning if you could do it anyway you know yeah like my, my friend chris it wasn't my friend chris but it was like right. it was one of his boys that uh i used, we used to go over to his house like and buy weed from him and shit and um, I remember, like, he had, like, one of the, like, six-foot bongs. And oh, I'd already shit. I'd already taken those before. And yeah. he was, like, acting like I was going to be all, like, super intimidated by it. And he was just like, oh, yeah, you think you can do it? And I was like, fucking, I was like, do it. I'll do it fucking in one pull. And I was <laughs> just like, I was like, fill that bitch did up. Did you? Fuck yeah, I did. Oh, my God. Hell I could yeah, not. I, did. I could not. 
Like no and way. I yeah, but well, I'm not a cigarette smoker. You're like I have I have fucking Ooh. really great lungs. Like and I because I also like was like doing it really really slow to build it up to the top. Right. And then, I was, right. Like, and then as soon as he pulled that, I was like, <gasps> and then just took it all. Gone. And then yeah, and then I, and then he was just like, I was like, <sighs> we used to cheat it, man. We used to cheat it. We used to take the air mattress fan. Oh, and nice. flip it backwards on it. Nice. So we'd pull all the smoke and then we just. Yeah, like it was, some people would just do it in two poles. Like, you know, just you'd have one pole to pull it oh, up, yeah, and then you would just, and then keep going. Then Hopefully, it's it. not stale. You know. Yeah, well, like usually, if you did it fast enough, it's not so bad. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, but I mean, I got I haven't hit one of those fucking big ass bongs in a long time. And he had one of the glass ones too, so luckily it wasn't one of like the plastic ones. Oh, nice. Yeah, the, the PVC pipes, yeah. basically. <laughs> Yeah, for all you youngins that don't know out there, like the fucking little thumb carb, little plastic bongs. Right. Uh, like that was actually my fir- my very first water piece that I ever owned was like this little miniature one. Like it was, I don't know, it was probably like fucking like five, six inches long. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And then I like ended up like, because uh, I had to hide it in like my dresser and then hide it from my parents and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. And so like I remember forgetting it had water in there one time after I had smoked and then I dumped it out and put it in there, ended up spilling bong water all over my fucking like clothes oh, shit. and shit. And then I had to like wash them in secret so I didn't like smell like weed and everything like that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. I had to do that for like school more so than anything. Like mm-hmm. I was just like trying to like I remember one time uh, I had a teacher. I came back from lunch. I remember they asked me, "Hey, did you have a good lunch?" And I, and I like burped and I burped smoke like right in his face. <laughs> and he's like, it "Sounds like you had a good lunch." And just to let me go, <laughs> man. Oh man, that could have been it. That would have been the end of my career right there. But That's just fun. thankful he let me slide. Luckily, I was doing well in his class at the time. That's good. That's good. I think that's the only thing that saved me. Yeah, man. For sure. Uh, so before we uh, sign off, I want to be able to fucking, since we're here at the social club, right. I wanted to utilize this stage maybe and get you to perform maybe one of your songs real quick for I could us. do that. And That'd be fun. People, yeah, why not? That would be dope. So if you're listening on any of the podcast platforms, why don't you go ahead and jump over to YouTube. If Come you're on. watching on YouTube, why don't you stick around and then check out Jacoby King. And then afterwards, I will see you next time. Thanks a lot for fucking having hey, us here thanks at the for Social having Club. Me. Dude, this was so much fun. I fucking This was a blast. I cannot wait to come back here and do this again. This was a lot of fun. And thank you, Shelby, for the fucking amazing images. You're welcome, sir. Thank you, Betsy, for helping out with everything and being an amazing co-host, playing pool, rocking the back. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Hippie Speedball Podcast. It is Joe, your host with the most Joe, and I will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Amen. Don't ever let anybody tell you you can't live your dreams. Just go for him. Hey, look, I know what I got, I know what it took. Fading the God, reading the books, changing the life wherever I look. Making these songs or writing the hooks. Been doing a ride, I'm still a young rook. Vision inside, I'm leaving, I'm shook. Been on a road, I knew that it would. Sleeping in cars or deep in the woods. Looking at stars, dreaming I could. Had to work hard to prove I was good. Had to work hard to prove I was good. But I just
just them but a me Cause they didn't see what I see in me Never lost faith my G Even when I lost friends Made mistakes couldn't make amends Heartache so they condemn Long nights of the deep end No sleeping, no eating Just geeking I'll be drunk on the weekends I'm a bleeding, I would weak then So I picked up my pen and my pencil I started writing to these instrumental They told me I'm mental God told me I'm good He told me I'm special I gotta keep winning I'm beating the devil I gotta keep going It's missing essential I'm on the rise I got the potential Had to get wise Earn some credentials Had to cut ties Move confidential Had only thighs So detrimental Their stories are lies So influential My time to shine It's evidential Yet they still saying I'm irrelevant Can't believe these pessimists Music is my testament I mean It's really pretty evident I'm rapping in my element Rapping really excellent Developing these sentences Flowing with the elegance Reaping in the benefit They calling me a specialist Saying that I'm heaven sent But at the same time Act prejudice in my messages They all feminists Just nemesis With no prevalence Not knowing I had days I was low Not with a beat Not with a go Nobody to call Not even a phone I was losing myself And losing my hope They thought I was nasty Thought I was gross I mean I was sleeping on benches Reeking of all them extensions Didn't have money And life it's expensive People pretentious Really offensive Yelling, screaming, steaming It was horrendous I was defenseless Even police were beating me senses Started sleeping in tents Or even in trenches People offered me drugs To mess with my senses I had to keep focused Paid no attention Had to keep winning I was relentless They knew that I wanted it Knew that I meant it Keeping my smile It was infectious Started believing I changed the consensus I never gave up I knew I would destined I cherished the time For teaching me lessons So those with that Thanks for the blessing This is the beginning I'll keep on progressing In rapid succession This is your dream This is my obsession I will not stop There is no question But I know what I got I know what it took Fading to God I'm reading the books Changing the life Wherever I look Making these songs I'm writing the hooks Been doing a ride I'm still a young rook Vision inside I'm leaving I'm shook Been a hard road I knew that it would Sleeping in cars or Deep in the woods Looking at stars Dreaming I could Had to work hard To prove I was good Had to work hard To prove I was good Cause I'm trying to rewrite A little history Trying to be bright With no misery Got my mind right Chasing victory They downright Trying to mislead Shoot shot But you missing me Cause I've been working Them long nights And them early mornings And my off white Them older Jordans Them big dreams Here important Or my eyes why do my heart's big? Time flies since the spark six. White lies and I'm heart swigs. I'm way high out of dark abyss. I'm winning no matter the weight on my chest. I bench press, take a fresh breath. De-stress cause I've been blessed. With a good team we be next. Great minds in the PDX. Late grinds in the Northwest. That's sleep deprivation, suicide dedication. Try to make it out my situation. Puffin medication. I don't get a hesitation. I'm about to sweet nation. At least what they're saying. I'm working while they playing. Praying where they land. But